Hello and welcome to this edition of Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. This is a new series we've launched in the fall to showcase the personalities in and around UW-Whitewater Athletics. My name is Chris Lindicke and I'm an Assistant Athletic Director for the Warhawks. Today's guest is Brenda Volk, who is in her 23rd season as head softball coach at UW-Whitewater. Coach Volk is a six-time Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference Coach of the Year. She has led the Warhawks to eight WIC regular season championships, eight WIC tournament titles, and 13 NCAA tournament appearances, including a national runner-up finish in 2008 and a third-place finish in 2014. Coach Volk has accumulated more than 650 career wins, and the team has won more than 70% of its games during that span. The Warhawks entered the week of April 5th with a 10-4 record for the season and return home April 14th to take on UW-Platteville. Coach, thanks for joining today. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. Um, well, let's start right away with uh, with this year's team, the 2021 team. Um, you know, as we're recording this, you're in kind of a week-long break um, from games. Uh, the team is sitting at 10-4. and four. Um, Talk about your thoughts on the team's development so far this season. Well, overall, I've been pretty happy with, you know, how the team's progressed so far. Um, it's kind of been an interesting, you know, different year for us. You know, we have 24 people on our roster and 10 of them are completely new to UW-Whitewater. And then there's probably, if I think there's like around five last year that, you know, never really got to put on a, a Warhawk uniform. So there's, you know, 15 people that have never really never played Warhawk softball before. And, you know, even out of the, the remaining nine players, you know, only three of them have actually played, you know, a lot of, a lot of time, had a lot of experience on the field. So considering all that, I'm, I'm actually really happy with how things have been going and, you know, how well we've kind of have started to come together, you know, how things have started to come together for us. So um, our freshmen have really picked up on things, you know, really quickly this year. And I feel our upperclassmen have, you know, really done a good job of helping them out when they have questions, you know, whether it be on or off the field. So like I said, with all the new faces, I've, I've been pretty happy so far with how, how far we've come. You know, and it's obviously an unusual year, Coach. And, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of our coaches and they're all doing different things um, differently. They're adjusting, they're pivoting. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you've done with the team um, and how has the team managed to get through uh, this pandemic that really started um, you know, about a week before you were to start the regular season back in 2020. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think, you know, the first semester was definitely challenging for us. Um, you know, of course, we were all happy to be back and we were just excited to, you know, to get back on the field. But yeah, everything was just so different and, you know, and, and definitely stressful at times. You know, I think that you know, we've had so many people, I think the, the biggest stress for us is we have so many people that live together, as I'm sure most teams do. And, you know, so if one person, you know, was exposed, you know, to, to COVID or, you know, you know, had a close contact, you know, it, it took a handful of people out, you know, right from the get go. And, and so that, that kind of became a little frustrating for some people, you know, and they, you know, they didn't blame anybody for it, but it was just a frustrating thing because then, you know, to, to have to sit out for 14 days. And unfortunately, one of our households, you know, that live together, you know, they kind of had a close contact twice. So they missed a big chunk of our season. And again, I think that was a little frustrating. So <clears throat> it was definitely a little challenging, you know, especially off the field, because, you know, the kids wanted to just hang out. And especially after missing last season, you know, 
that's when they do their team bonding and get to know each other. And they just really wanted to hang out. And, but they also knew that, you know, they had to keep their, you know, their pods small. And, and so I think that was really challenging. And you know, I think there was, you know, people after a while, there was people that kind of thought, man, is this, is this worth, you know, worth all this work? And you no, know, we did lose a few people at the beginning that decided that, that they weren't going to play. And um, so, yeah, it, was, it definitely was a challenge first semester, but I'm really proud of, you know, this semester has been a lot smoother and the team's done a really great job of just, you know, making sure that they're doing everything in their power to to stay safe and healthy and, and just give us that best chance we can to, you know, to complete this season. And so, yeah, I'm really, you know, just proud of how they've adjusted and just for doing everything that all these student athletes are doing, you know, that the testing and multiple times a week and keeping their bubbles small and, and, and definitely sacrificing some things that they're probably normally used to doing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's definitely been a journey, but so far so good. It's you know, we've been pretty smooth sailing, knock on wood, the second semester. Awesome. We'll, we'll get back to talking about the 2021 a little bit later, but, but um, right now, coach, I want to dig into a little bit of your background as it has to do with softball. Um, so talk to me about how you got started in the sport uh, and then eventually uh, landed at UW-Whitewater to play. Yeah, okay. Well, honestly, I really don't remember exactly how old I was when I started playing um, on a team anyway. But I, what I do remember is I started off playing Little League Baseball with, with, with the boys because there wasn't a softball team back then, which is, I guess, aging me a little bit. Um, and I remember there being one other older girl on the team. She was like three years older than me that was playing. So I kind of looked up to her and decided, you know, that I wanted to play as well if she, you know, if she could do it. So, you know, like I said, I played baseball pretty much up until high school. And then I was fortunate enough to, you know, make the varsity team as the starting center fielder my freshman year. And um, I had a really good high school experience. Um, we were pretty talented. And probably my freshman year was probably our, our when we were – thought that we would probably would have a good chance of getting to state and we ended up losing, I think in sectional finals that year. And um, so I don't, I think people thought that, you know, that was our chance, but we ended up being state champs like the, the next two years, my sophomore and junior seasons. And in fact, we didn't lose a game during those two years. I think we were like 42 and all. So it was, it was a pretty fun run back in high school. Yeah. And then when I went on to, you know, think about playing a sport in college, I know I originally considered playing basketball, um, but then I just decided that softball might be the better route for me. And, you know, I decided to try out for the team in Whitewater. You know, back then I wasn't, um, I wasn't recruited. I don't know how much recruiting they actually did back then, but I just, you know, came in to, to try out and kind of a funny story there. I remember walking over to the coach's office to check the list to see if my name was on it. And on my way over there, I ran into another girl that had tried out for the team and she had asked like what my last name was and that kind of made me a little nervous because I knew that there was two friendas that had that had tried out for the team so when I went, went over to check the list and you know I of course it was in alphabetical order and I saw you know the first Brenda on the list and it wasn't me and I was like freaking out <laughs> and then I finally saw my name and and you know from there um you know it's it's interesting that my you know my journey of playing softball at Whitewater has taken me to, to, to where I you know am right now so um yeah so that was kind of my that's kind of my bit of my playing days let's take a break to talk about educators credit union we're all educators in our own way whether you share knowledge in a classroom with your kids or with your friends there's a teacher in you 
That's why Educators Credit Union membership is open to anyone who works or lives in southeastern Wisconsin. To learn more about joining us, visit ecu.com or call toll-free 1-800-236-5898. That's ecu.com or toll-free 1-800-236-5898. Educators Credit Union, achieving more together. Now, back to the podcast. Well, you know, it's, it's and you ended up staying at UW-Whitewater after playing, um, taking over for uh, Irv Madsen. Uh, mm-hmm. a long time, long time coach of the program. Um, and you know, it, it was, a you, you had some peaks and valleys, uh, you know, over your first, uh, nine, eight, nine, ten 10 years. Um, and you know, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but, um, that 2008 run is really kind of the, the breakout season, um, you know, for you. Uh, and I, I talked to, you know, we talked to Ashley Smith Matejcik back in the fall. Um, she was a part of that team. And, uh, you know, she, she continued to be, you know, in awe, you know, of some of the things that that team accomplished. Um, she talked a lot about her memories with that team. Um, but in your mind, um, you know, just talk about kind of the lead up to that 2008 team, um, you know, really kind of being the breakthrough season with you as head coach and um, just some of the characteristics of that team as well. Yeah, you know, 2008 was, you know, certainly a, a special year and, and one that, like, I'll definitely always remember. Um, and it was, yeah, it was quite the journey to get there. Like you said, we had some peaks and valleys. But, you know, I feel it kind of started back in 2006. And, you know, you had mentioned Ashley when when that class came in as freshmen. Um, it was just a, a unique group. They just they just had a, a passion for the game. Um, they worked super hard. And, they just showed great leadership, you know, qualities right away. And, you know, in fact, I remember anytime we any, had any sort of team meeting back in that year, it was the freshmen who, who did a lot of talking, which was very, you know, it's very rare, especially these days. So I always, I remember thinking like that was a pretty unique thing from them. And, um, you know, they just, they just put their trust in, in the coaches right away and really seemed to buy in from the start. And, you know, we also had some great upperclassmen during that time, and some of these freshmen really looked up to them and, and learned a lot from them, you know, as as well. So, you know, even though those players weren't an actual part of the 2018, um, those upperclassmen, they definitely had a hand in, you know, in everything that we accomplished just because of their leadership, you know, with those freshmen. Um, and then after that, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to also bring in some really good talent, you know, in the following years, in 2007 and 2008. That just really helped us, you know, develop into a, a pretty solid team. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like you know the the build up to that. But you know, to to answer the other part of your question, I like I definitely think the the bis- the biggest characteristics of of that team, besides just being I think pretty pretty talented, was you know they just really truly played for each other and they were genuinely happy for each other's successes. Um, you know, they didn't care who got the credit for anything. They just wanted to do well as a team. Um, yeah. So, and they just, they just really truly love being around each other and they, they had a blast together. So, um, and I think the other thing that was really unique about that season is, you know, and I'm sure there were some things that went on behind the scenes that the coaches didn't really know about, but from the coach's perspective, it seemed to be a, a pretty drama free year. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't the case, but you know, just giving a lot of credit to to those 
that team and you know the, the leadership of that team for handling any possible issues on the own on their own because like I said the coaches felt like it was a pretty drama free season which is always really nice for the coaches um so I think that was the biggest characteristic and then you know I think just the other thing about that team is they could just flat out hit I mean it was it was crazy how well that team hit and um you know that was the year that we had 68 home runs and a lot of those came in you know, during the regional tournament and during the national tournament, which, you know, made it even that much more exciting. Um, so that was, that was another thing about that team. And then I guess lastly that, you know, again, back to the talent wise, we just really had a, a great pitching staff and, and we were really fortunate that we had a really talented freshman pitcher that year who just really kind of helped carry us through that postseason. And um, she's probably, you know, I would probably have to say the, the best pitcher that has come through Whitewater and, she was just very mentally tough and did not like to lose and um, very determined. So I think we just had a little bit of everything, talent and and personality that, that worked for that year. Coming off that year, uh, winning a WIC championship the next year, um, you know, over the next several years or, or up until 2000, up through 2013, I should say, um, three NCA, three three more NCA regional uh, appearances, um, you know, and that really leads into another, I guess, sort of uh, apex or peak of your of the of your coaching career. Um, that team in 2014, um, which swept the WIC regular season and tournament championships, and ended up finishing third uh, at the national tournament. Now, this was kind of part of a year in Warhawk athletics that. Um, you know, we may never see again in terms of success. Um, the baseball, men's basketball, and football teams had all won the national championship that year in their sport. Um, several other top three finishes besides softball. Um, women's basketball, I believe, finished third. Wrestling was a national runner-up. Um, women's outdoor track. So a number of successes uh, during that 13-14 year. Um, you know, so just kind of talk about about that team a little bit, the atmosphere around the team. I'm sure there was a little bit of, you know, between athletes from sports, you know, if, oh, if they can do this, so can we kind of attitude. Um, but talk about the atmosphere around the team and, and the characteristics of that team that that played into all the success. Yeah, that was certainly a great year for Warhawk Athletics and something I'm, you know, proud to be a part of. But yeah, that this team in 2014 um, was certainly a super fun team. They, like they had so many great personalities. Um, and honestly, just kind of like the 2018 team or the 2018, you know, they just had a lot of fun together and they were, they were really great friends and, and still are to this day. And, um, you know, but I, I think the one thing that really sticks out with this team in the, the 2014 team was they just had a never say die attitude. This, I mean, that team just never, ever gave up no matter how many times we had our back against the wall. And in that particular year, especially in postseason, we that was a lot. You know, we ended up losing our first game at the um, you know regional tournament, and and um, you know we were at the national tournament. We were down, I think, I don't even remember, maybe by seven runs, and had to come back to try to win that first game. So um, they were just a very mentally tough and, and very confident team, and you would just never know if we were losing or behind or winning. Um, so that that was probably something that really stuck out about that team, and. You know, I give a lot of credit to them and, and also to my assistant, Beth Venuso, who, you know, she she had been trying to talk me into allowing her to work with the team on some mental training stuff 
for a while and I I finally gave in to her and you know she kind of started that probably two or three years like really kind of dove into it got a little bit more serious about it probably two or three years prior to this 2014 season and you know that team just really bought into the stuff that she was teaching right from the get-go and and I think we definitely saw it pay off um in that season so I give a lot of credit to both you know like I said like the kids and and Beth for for putting a lot of time into that you know, I think the other thing that was really neat about that season is all of our seniors on the team, you know, they were pretty talented coming in as freshmen, and a lot of them did get to play right away their freshman year, and if not, maybe their sophomore year. But I would say that they all really had, like, the best years of their careers, um, their senior year. And, you know, maybe one probably had a little bit better year her fresh, or her junior year, but, you know, that kid showed up during postseason all the time, no matter what. So. It was really neat to see this the senior class go out all having, you know, personally their best careers and, you know, and again, just kind of came together at the right time and, and you know, took us all the way to the third place finish. So and that's probably about as far as we, I mean, we, we definitely got beat by the best two teams probably that year. Um, so we were, we were pretty happy finishing third that year. It was fun. It was a fun season. Excellent. Yeah. And it, it, you know, really since I've arrived, um, which was actually about a month or two after that 2014 run, um, you know, there's just been so many um, memorable moments. Um, you know, Caitlin Catino's catch comes to mind during the, um, during the 2018 NCAA regional, um, you know, the, the teams uh, going down to Illinois Wesleyan and, and taking a game off them in the super regional, um, you know, that's a program that's, uh, that's been highly successful on a national level. Um, you know, all of the NCAA tournament appearances, uh, you've been in the tournament every year since 2013. Um, you know, what, what is it about this program? Um, how has just, how has it been able to maintain, maintain and sustain and even build on some of those successes, uh, over, over the last 15 years or so? Um, well, I wish I could say it's, it's been easy and stress-free, <laughs> but, you know, like once you kind of get the taste of success and, and you get to experience some of the things that we've done, I'm sure, a, you know, a lot of the programs feel this way at Whitewater is, you know, you just want to continue to do well, you know, so it, it, it puts a little more pressure on you to maintain that. But, you know, I think there's a few factors that have contributed to, you know, our success over the years. And, you know, for, for our program, I, I think one of the things that has helped a lot is just, you know, the consistency in our coaching staff and and how long we've been together and how well you know we do work together um you know we we all have our different strengths and we we all contribute to the program in our own way and i i truly feel without one of us here um we, we wouldn't be as as successful because i just like i said i feel like we all kind of do our own thing um you know like my my weaknesses are definitely best strengths and 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 so on and so forth. So I think that has really helped us. Um, you know, and of course we, you know, we continue to try and you know recruit kids that that have talent, you know, but you know, we also look for those people that we feel you know would be a good fit for our program and and you know, we'll buy into what we're trying to teach them, you know, right away. So and I think the success of our program and, and all the athletic programs at Whitewater, um, it just makes, you know, kids want to come to Whitewater. So I think that certainly has helped that you know, along, along the way, I think people find us as well. So I think that has definitely helped us, you know, you know, maintain that success. Um, 
And I would probably say too, I just think, you know, over the years, you know, we've just had some great leadership, you know, that has helped us, you know, establish a culture where, you know, we, that we're trying to build where we, you know, kids come in and want to work hard and they don't want to let, you know, their teammates down or their coaches down. And, you know, we, we, we try hard to develop them as, you know, people and not just softball players. And, you know, that's really encouraged them, you know, a lot to, to build, you know, these good relationships with each other and really meaningful relationships. Cause I think that when you build those relationships and you, you know, have a close knit team, you know, that's when you really do want to play well for each other. And like I said, you don't, you don't want to let each other down. So I think that that's another thing is just developing them as people as well. So, um, yeah, you know, overall, I guess I just, I feel like the coaching staff just really puts an emphasis on, you know, creating a great experience for our players. You know, of course, you know, we love to win and it's so much fun to win, but we truly just want this to be the best experience of their lives. And, you know, a place where they can meet some of their best friends and something they can look back on and say, man, you know, I, I, I wish I could do that all over again. And, you know, and I can't say that we've done that for every single person that has come through our program, but, you know, I feel pretty confident in saying, you know, that that is true for the majority of our players. I, I feel like a lot of our alumni would come back and do this in a heartbeat. And, um, you know, it's fun to stay in touch with our alumni. And we've been to a gazillion Warhawk weddings, which is always, you know, a lot of fun. So, like I said, it's just it's been just as fun for the coaches as it has for, for the players. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know as somebody who, um, you know, has been a, a small part of, of the program uh, over the last seven years, I, I know I, the alumni support for the softball program, um, the, the team's following on social media. I mean, it, it definitely, um, it's one of a kind, uh, you know, for a, a program at a Division three school. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Culver's, a proud partner of UW-Whitewater Athletics and the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. Culver's recognizes the student-athletes of the WIC for their hard work, dedication, and commitment to excellence on and off the field. Located just minutes from campus right here in Whitewater, Culver's, welcome to Delicious. One of the things I wanted to talk about, Coach, was um, the facilities because, you know, I think that's a big part of the team's success and ability to recruit as well. Um, you know, just pointing out a couple of records over the last several years. Um, the team this year is eight and zero so far, playing at playing on its home field. Um, 2018, when the team advanced to the Super Regional, 14 and zero that year at Van Steenen Softball Complex, and then um, 2014, the, the third place finish year in the nation, 10 and one at the home field. Um, so I know it's a little bit difficult because um, you know we are a cold weather climate. And the field is is all natural, natural grass and and dirt on the infield, um, so it can be challenging. But how has the facility um, kind of helped uh, helped build that uh, the success we've experienced? Yeah, you know we we love our home field and we love playing here. Um, it's just it's just a really fun atmosphere, and you know. Also, like our administration and, and obviously including yourself, you know, does such a great job in, in making this a first class experience for for us and for anybody that, you know, comes to play at our field. And, you know, and I, I definitely cannot go without mentioning, you know, Mike and Gary are, are two grounds um, people who, I mean, they work so hard at, 
always having our field ready and in top-notch playing conditions all the time. And, um, you know, we're just very fortunate to have them. And uh, again, I'm just very appreciative of everything they do. And, you know, even this year, you know, they're out there, you know, snow plowing our field, you know, knowing that we have our, our hopefully our first, you know, home game March 13th. So I give a lot of credit um, to them. And I, like I said, I just can't thank them enough. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, there's always pros and cons to, you know, to being on the road versus being at home. And, you know, especially like I, I think of postseason play and, but I think our team over the past four or five years, you know, like, like you had mentioned, has just really performed better at home. Um, I think, you know, they, they enjoy having their parents here and it's, you know, it's easier for that to happen, you know, when we're at home. And, you know, I think the other thing that has, that really helps is, you know, our, our teams have been very successful, not only on the field, but in the classroom. And, they're very serious about their academics. So I think that being at home makes it a little bit less stressful for them, you know, not missing as much class and, and all that. So I think that also helps us perform better just because it, like they can focus a little bit more on softball when, when they're on the field. Um, yeah, it's, it's been kind of an interesting because I know in, you know, in 2014, like which we talked about, we were actually on the road, you know, the entire postseason. That was the first year that they went into the, the regional, super regional format. Um, it was a great experience, you know, really super fun. So of course we're like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe playing on the road is better for us. And, but then, you know, we were on the road in 2015 and 2016, we were down in Lake Forest for, for regionals, both those years. And we didn't really fare too well down there. So we decided, you know, okay, well let's, let's try back home again. And, you know, we started, you know, putting in bits to host regionals and everything. And it really has seemed to have, you know, been in our favor since being back home. And, um, yeah, I think we definitely um, just feel comfortable and it's definitely helped our success being at home. Shifting topics again, coach, I want to talk about recruiting, um, you know, and I know uh, maybe more than any team at UW-Whitewater, um, and this isn't to say you don't recruit in Wisconsin, but uh, because you absolutely do, but uh, Illinois um, is, a, is a key area um, for Warhawk softball. Um, an area that you and you and uh, Coach Penuso have uh, tapped into quite a bit um, to pull up the talent up here to Whitewater. Um, you know, two kind of a two part question, but um, you know, is 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 Illinois kind of a focus, or is it more um, you know about the demand of you know the athletes that want to come up into Wisconsin? And then, is there a certain type of athlete that you focus on, or a type type of student athlete, I should say, that you focus on during the recruiting process? Yeah, well, I think that you know, yes, I, I do spend a lot of time down in Illinois in the summers, and, and and that's where a lot of like big tournaments are. But you know, and I think actually in my earlier years, um, you know, travel ball was just, I mean, I felt like a little bit bigger down in Illinois. There wasn't as many travel ball teams as there are now in Wisconsin. So I think that's kind of where I just started my recruiting process. Um, and then, and then, like I said, I do spend a, a lot of time down there, but, you know, we've, we've also had, you know, great talent from Wisconsin, like you mentioned. And, and then, like I mentioned earlier, my, my pitcher from 2008 was from Minnesota. So we've had a couple kids from there. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's, we're just in a great location. I think a lot of, you know, Illinois kids, you know, do want to come up, you know, to Wisconsin and, and, you know, as far as like the, the type of athlete that I look for, um, you know, I think like most coaches, you know, we're obviously out there looking for those, you know, all around athletic type kids that can kind of do it all. 
Um, but, you know, sometimes that isn't always the easiest thing to do. And, you know, so I just really try to, you know, make do my best to make sure that we're balanced in all areas. Um, you know, when you go out and you're recruiting, you know, it's it's easy to find a kid that can just, you know, flat out hit. So, I, you know, I definitely look for kids that, that can hit. But I am a really big, huge <laughs> defensive person. Like I I love kids that can play defense. And it's it's honestly my favorite part of the game. You know, like you mentioned Kate Katina when she made that catch, um, you know, stuff like that just really, you know, <laughs> gets me going. So I, I like defense. Um, but yeah, you know, I, so I try to just get a little bit of everything and make sure that we're balanced. And, you know, I would love to find kids that have like crazy fast speed. Um, but I, I have to admit, like, that's one area that I feel like we, we don't always have compared to other teams. I and mean, we, we've, you know, we definitely have had some fast kids. But, um, you know, when we play other opponents and they have like multiple, multiple like fast kids, you know, it makes a huge difference. So I'm going to always, you know, continue to try to look for that. But um, yeah, so in addition to like their skill level, I guess we just like I said earlier, we just try to find kids that I feel are going to fit into our program and who just love to play the game and, you know, enjoy being around our teammates and and coaches and and just want to go out and, and compete. You know, one, I want to ask you a question about um, kind of going back to the current team and then we'll wrap up, Coach, with just kind of five just quick kind of fun questions for to wrap up the podcast. Um, but re- regarding the current team, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, 10 and 4 uh, entering the week, um, you know, you're starting conference play uh, pretty quick here. Um, you know, Kaylee O'Brien is coming off a huge week, um, WIC player of the week, 13 for 15 at the plate. Um, your young pitching staff has performed, um, you know, so far this season, Kate Cleveland, uh, Rianne Dick, um, you know, and, and others really contributing to that pitching staff. Um, but what are, what are some of the things that you're hoping to see from the team as the conference season begins you know, things that you're hoping to continue to build on or things that maybe you the, you'd like to see the team improve? Well, yeah, I'm hoping we can, you know, kind of pick up where we left off um, and then kind of find that consistency that, you know, that we definitely will need to do well in the WIC. Um, you know, early in the season, our, our bats were a little bit quiet, which I think, you know, can kind of be normal for the beginning of a season. But, you know, we finally kind of started to get into a groove offensively, like over the past, you know, six or seven games. And, you know, I certainly, I certainly hope we can keep that going and, and, and still continue to improve in that area. Um, I guess I'm, you know, just going to kind of look for, I, you know, I hope we continue to, you know, I've been telling the team, like if we really just focus on our pitch selection and, and just really attacking each pitch that we like, you know, I feel like we can be pretty successful at the plate for sure. And um, like you mentioned, our pitching staff has I think we've, you know, definitely gotten stronger. Um, and I'm pretty happy about what our pitchers have been doing this year. You know, this is our first year probably ever since I've been here that we've had zero innings of experience on the mound at the beginning of the, of the season. You know, we, we usually always have one or two experienced pitchers back. And we just really, like I said, we've had zero innings um, this year. So I'm pretty proud of what our pitchers have done. And, you know, my assistant actually mentioned this the other day and I, and I have to agree with it. Like when they're out on the mound, you know, for not having the experience, they're, they're just very poised and confident. And it's nice to, nice to see that. And I think the other thing that I've noticed about our pitching staff is that, you know, they're really supportive of one another and they, they cheer for each other. And that's been really exciting as well. So, 
Um, and then on the defensive side, you know, I've been pretty happy with our defense, but there's definitely some you know room for improvement there. And I think a lot of that just has to do with again just having a lot of new faces on the field. And you know, I think at times that that it shows. But honestly, I've been pretty happy with how we've been playing. You know, in that area as well. And you know, I know that the more games we play, you know, we're just going to continue to get better and better. And that's really what I'm looking for um, every day is just you know, to kind of keep getting 1% better every day. And, and hopefully we'll be peaking you know, at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, certainly neglected to mention the, the defense so far. And it's been it's been really impressive to watch, especially with uh, with a couple of first year middle infielders. Um, you know, really your experience is at third base and then catcher with Nikki Mikus. Um, but it's been really fun to watch, Coach, and uh, obviously looking forward to seeing the continued development of this team. Um, but I want to wrap up the podcast with just some fun kind of quick quick hitter type questions for you, Coach. Um, you know, the first one I wanted to ask you was, uh, give me your favorite venue to watch softball, and we'll take Van Steener and Softball Complex out of the equation. Um, but give me your favorite venue to watch softball. Well, um, I haven't really been to many other venues, so I guess I'm just going to have to say, you know, Goodman Softball Complex where the Badgers play. Um, that's where the Wisconsin State tourney is, so it's always just kind of fun to sit and you know watch good softball all day long. And um, so that's probably what I would have to say with that one. All right, give me your favorite restaurant in Whitewater. Um. I would probably say the sweet spot. Um, I definitely like, I like their food, but I have a really bad sweet tooth. So I really, I really <laughs> like their bakery. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I, right. I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. Um, <laughs> well, give me, other than the softball field, um, give me your favorite spot on campus, somewhere where you take, maybe where you take recruits when they, when they're on campus. Yeah, this one's kind of easy for me. I, I kind of have two spots I really like. And the, the one is right outside the UC um, mm. where the water fountain and all the flowers are. I, I just think that's a really cool area. It's really pretty and just a good, good atmosphere for people to hang out when the weather's nice. Um, but the other one I would have to say actually is um, Perkins Stadium. You know, I think, you know, we're really yeah. fortunate enough to get to be able to practice there, you know, before our field is ready, like if, if the weather is nice in February or, or early March. And you know, I think it's just a cool atmosphere, obviously, for the football team, but also for us, you know, just kind of being down in the valley. And it's kind of, I guess it kind of gets us, you know, excited for the season because we know if we're out there practicing, it's, you know, it's close to Florida time or, you know, we've it kind of brings back good memories where, like, sometimes if we host regionals and it's rainy out, sometimes we warm up, you know, our, our pregame is on the football field. So it's a, it's a cool atmosphere out there. Absolutely. All right. Um, so give me your pregame ritual or if you have a superstition. Well, personally, I don't really have any. I don't have any superstitions or I guess. But I, I think what comes to mind is um, as a team, we have a couple of game day rituals. And I'll just kind of quick mention those. Um, the one we've been doing for a really long, long time. In fact, we did it when I was an athlete here. It's kind of where it started is. Before each game, we have one player that's responsible for um, like an inspirational moment to, to help inspire the team that day. And so it's kind of cool because we've had a lot of cool like moments over the years. We've had people, whether they write their own you know, poems or maybe show an inspirational video. Um, one year we had a player that 
learned to play a song on the, on the guitar that and you know, changed the lyrics, the word to kind of fit our Warhawk, you know, team. <laughs> and, you know, so that was kind of cool. I mean, and it's been amazing. Like I've, we've been doing this for so long that all the different ones, like there's not many repeats. And so that, that's kind of a cool ritual that we have. And then the other one you might kind of have seen over the years is, you know, we do before each game, we do the team huddles together and they perform what's called the stomp. And mm-hmm. that started back probably if I had to guess, probably, uh, I don't know, 2007-ish um, when okay. one of one of our team members taught everybody this step routine. And it's kind of been fun to kind of watch it evolve over the years because it definitely has changed. But yeah, so that's been kind of going on for a, a long time. That's awesome. Um, Last one. Give me your favorite vacation spot. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of places that I want to go, um, but most (laughs) of my travel, like my travel right now, is has been more on the business side. So, like, whether it be to Florida with the team over spring break, or like, you know, we obviously travel to the 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 national softball conventions each year. Um, So, I guess if I had spot i probably would say florida just because you know it's an exciting time for us to be down there with the team and have, and we obviously have a lot of fun but i guess if the one place i definitely want to travel to um at some point in my life is i really want to go to hawaii so i i, mm-hmm. I think that's the one that i'm going to try to make happen someday that sounds awesome well yeah. coach thanks thanks again for joining me today on inside warhawk athletics presented by educators credit union um really appreciate the time and I uh, wish you all the best moving forward as we push on with this 2021 season. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate it.